You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given. I'm Florence. And I'm Reed. And you are listening to a very unplanned episode. (laughs) Very unplanned episode. Well, normally we have like. So I was like, we have like a list. (laughs) The unplanned episode. But these are the ones that are the best because we just can riff off and talk about what we what we've done, what we're planning to do, what we're going through, all the all the crazy sex stuff that maybe we haven't caught up in a while as well. So. This is this is much needed. I can't Shit's wait. We do have one idea that we want to talk about, which was the the bane of not being able to orgasm, um, finding it hard yeah. to come, uh, which yeah. both of us suffer from. Which actually most people, not just women, most people have issues with. So we want to. Most wanna... people find it pretty hard to come. It's and it's something that we don't talk about often enough. No, definitely not because it's a huge deal, and I think it can really fuck with people's minds. It's definitely fucked with my head mm. for most of my life. Um, yeah. And we touched upon it in the last episode, but we just needed to dive into it more because it's such a good subject to talk about. So good. I can't believe that I'm leaving. LA next no, week. I can't believe I can't believe you're coming back home to me. I'm I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm sad for you because I know how much you love LA and how good this has been for you. But to come back to, I mean, I prep you now. Miserable, shitty London. The weather's <laughs> fucking awful. Um, but like to to the yeah. London buzz, to to your friends, to being able to. I was gonna say being able to like drink and have fun, and I'm doing fucking sober January, so. <laughs> Jesus, that we don't even have that to hold on to. We're fucked. Florence. I mean, I've been doing that out here, so I've been having fun out here. But I am really like, I got to a point, I think maybe in the last two weeks, where I was like, I am actually ready to come back. Yeah, I'm ready. So I'm ready. ready. I'm also ready to like face what I ran away from in a way. Oh my god, amazing! Because like, I, I ran away from the pain of the breakup and the heartbreak, and I really fully like, I have properly healed. Since I've Amazing. been here. Amazing. That's but like I feel like I need to come obviously like full circle back and be like yeah. what what like tie up all the loose ends, you know? Yeah. And I imagine coming back is all mixture of emotions. But you never know. You might come back and you might be like, fuck, this is great. I feel great. Yeah. PMA, positive well, you know mental what? attitude. When I when I left London, it wasn't like, oh, I hate London. I just need to get away from London. Like that wasn't it at all. Mm-hmm. It was like I lo- like London became my home, like proper proper home. I've lived there for like 8 years or something mm-hmm. now, but like it became home in the last 2 years for the first time ever. And yeah, it was like I w- I knew that I was going to miss London when I left. Um but I definitely have felt like home here too. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my therapist and he was just like, you're just, it's really good that you're just able to, you know, you're able to find home wherever you are. That's nice. Like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Home is where the heart but, is. Home is where you are. Yeah. But I'm definitely, like, London has my heart mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's, you know, I've got a, I feel like my heart is like, you know, swelling on the idea of um, coming home. Nice. So sweet. Which will be really good exciting i mean there's gonna be a lot of exciting shit like you coming back and yeah like me potentially moving well i I will be moving it just fucking better be be. moving i will be moving (laughs) pma just at some point pma (laughs) (sighs) yeah loads of exciting stuff you know what the last time we recorded i was on this like ho phase journey and (laughs) in between now and then 
I have gotten to a point where I actually haven't had sex since I think before we recorded the last episode. Whoa, that's that's an incredible feat. That's something yeah. to be applauded because I think maybe three weeks I haven't had sex. That's that's crazy. Like good crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about it? Do you feel positive about it, or do you feel like no? Nah, I'm yeah, I really, really get some. I feel really good. Pipe. Like the only time where I felt like having sex, I, I'm not like not having sex on purpose. Mm-hmm. I I'm not dating on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I decided that I just want to be by myself, and my heart just isn't really open to romantic relationships at the moment. And I was just finding like. I just was finding like my energy being so drained from like all of the dating and like just I feel like I was just giving myself too much to people. Yeah. And it creeps up on you as well because it's like you it really does. you have those like little moments of joy but then overall yeah. you have that kind of overall exhaustion and almost like a sadness yeah. because you mm. are giving so much out. Um and you, yeah. you don't you don't realize it until you're like oh fuck like I just just need to say no to everything. Yeah. Yeah, tied up all those loose ends, friend zoned everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Needed to be done. And it really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of fine with not having sex. Like, I thought I was going to be like stir crazy <laughs> and like yeah. really needing dick. But on my last week here, I have the option to get some dick before I leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if I need to. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. This is a, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Happens. We'll find out. It sounds like a very healthy place to be in. Uh, I feel like most of the the things that we're afraid of, especially the things that we think we need or the rituals we have um, and choosing not to, because again, it being January, a lot of people have cut out big things or big changes or, you know, done, mm. done sober January or like started a new fucking exercise routine, something like that. Um, and we all think we can't do it. But when it actually comes to it, I mean, yeah, Veganuary. I remember I did Veganuary thinking, how am I going to live without meat? And did it. And I was like, oh, fuck. All of all of that fear it was just a creation of my own. And when you do do it day by day, it's very easy. Yeah. Like, we, we don't give ourselves enough credit. And, you know, you, you don't need dick all the time, even though that's what we've made ourselves believe. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true, actually. Mm. Like, I just have, I have moments of, like extreme horniness where I'm like I need to have sex but then usually like a little bit of sexting or you know I don't know finding you know having some masturbation times I've been I've been masturbating a lot yeah I mean you do (laughs) when you're not necessarily fucking and getting that that particular intimacy but then instead of masturbating it's all about self-care and recognizing that you can give yourself pleasure and attention and love um yeah hard to find that though really hard and scary to want to try and do it but you've done it babe you've done it well proud yeah it's been good it's been good i'm like yeah it's just it's good to listen to your body and your heart sometimes and like i thought i don't think i would have gotten to a point where i noticed that i just wanted to be by myself if i hadn't have been here for the last three months yeah that's a weird thing to say yeah well I suppose you've grown as a person in sh- in such a short space of time and I think that's yeah. what like what any big change does to us Namaste. so <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> we're getting like oh jesus uh, i think i'm missing my, my yoga christ um, i haven't done yoga for ages neither have i i think i should start starting again i miss yoga so what's been going on your side reed <laughs> that was a weird voice well well there partner <laughs> um it's been kind of kind of nice like i've had i've had a lot of sex which has been really good. You're the opposite of me. Yeah, I know. We're never in sync, babe. We're never. Maybe I'm having the sex for you in spirit. Yes. yes. That's why I don't need it. Yes, because my... you're doing it for me. My pussy is sending you all the dick energy. <laughs> you don't yeah, need it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, to be fair, I have had some pretty earth-shattering moments. So maybe you felt them all the way Ooh, over there, babe. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, that, that earthquake. That's what that was about. <laughs> that, that pussy rumble. <laughs> Ooh, what's going on? Oh, Reed must be having an orgasm right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. How much sex have you been having? Like every day or? Yes. Yeah, so um, I've stayed at Sam's for quite a bit of the holidays. Um, 
because my sister caught COVID. So I hightailed it out of my place and went and stayed at Sam's, which I was really lucky, very privileged to have as an option. If I hadn't, um, I would be back in, what, 10, 10 days quarantine um, which I couldn't do again this year. And you know how negatively that affected my mind. I was not in a good place. So I took the risk. Yeah. I went to Sam's, did PCR tests, did lateral flow tests all the time. Uh, I didn't catch mm-hmm. COVID. And yeah, so we, we've spent a lot of time together this holiday, which has been really lovely. A mixture of like interesting. I'm having to understand and accept a different way of living so like when you live with somebody else, you know, like they're not going to be the same way as you, uh, of course. Yeah, so that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been really, like, I, I cried in the kitchen while making dinner because I was watching him make dinner. <laughs> and so like, cry, like dinner's quite tricky for me and my obsessive compulsive disorder and having like a particular way of doing things. Um, oh. But no, we did, we did that. And, and like the last time he cooked... I I didn't comment on the cooking at all. That was really nice. So that was like a big step forward to me. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, let's just get to the good stuff. So the sex, right? (laughs) Yeah. Fucking hell. I don't know why I'm beating around the bush. Um, Yeah, the sex has been... The relationship stuff is very important as well. Right? I'm trying to figure that shit out. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Um, And it's it's such a mind fuck going from like living a certain way with another person to living on your own yes. and getting used to your own space and then potentially living with another person. Um, yeah, yeah. Even if it was only for like 10 days, couple of weeks. So yeah, sex wise, we've had a lot of free time um, and there's been a lot of like bed days, especially after New Year's, we were chilling Oh yes, you know, like the it's it's like the like the couples' bed days are the best days. Yeah, when you're just watching shit, eating crap, and Love. fucking and sleeping and napping. Yeah, that, it just oh, like, oh, that is that is one of my favorite oh. things about relationships. Yeah, like that those days, those days, they're the best. So good, so good. Fuck. Um, and oh, because yeah. of that, because you're in that relaxed state, relax, relax, relaxed state, relaxed, relaxed state. Um, being able to orgasm. Uh, especially because now you know it's been oh, fuck I don't even know ah. seven seven or eight months now so now I feel more comfortable he feels comfortable he knows my body and the way that things work and yes and and yeah so talking about not being able to come I came in one day I came literally three times in one day which is huge. That's such a big fucking deal. I mean, and loads of G-spot orgasms as well, like flurried (laughs) in and out. I find it, I still find it so bizarre that you're like the flip reverse of most people. Mm. Like most people find it very easy to literally orgasm, Mm -hmm. but the G-spot is the really hard one to get. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. I don't know what's happened because before I would never have been able to G-spot. Um, and it yeah. would be really fucking hard work to get to that clitoral orgasm, even if I was doing it myself, even if it was I was using the same trusty toys and I know exactly how to make myself come. There was something in my brain that was mentally blocking me and I didn't realise. Yes. So I would, of course, like project. I would blame it on the toys. I would pl- blame it on like the person. I mean, I, I suppose I didn't really blame it on the person, but blame it on like, oh, my mind's just not focusing. But really mm-hmm. it, is, it, it is just this mental blockage that I created for myself that I needed to figure out how to conquer. And you know what? Yeah. Sam's been able to do that. I honestly feel like with doing it yourself and practising yourself on how to focus when you want to achieve a clitoral orgasm or any orgasm for that matter. It just takes such hard work. You just want it to become easy. And you think as well that looking at everyone else, it's so easy for them. And we, we're we just as bad talking about how much sex we get, how fun it is, how amazing we have, all the orgasms, when it's just not that simple. For most of the time we have sex, we it, it's not an amazing time. We don't have an orgasm. Um, and we kind of make out that like, sex is just like the best thing in the world and it's like yes it can be but it takes fucking hard work to get there so yeah there's been a lot of like fucked up role play like really fun role play oh god the role play has been in fucking say i swear we've just gone through like (laughs) everything role play okay so the best one that i was like mind blown at right it was um oh my god like king 10 i'm just thinking about it so we did the whole harry potter film series over yeah. over the holidays 
Um, and, you know, I have like a massive thing for Draco Malfoy. And um, with Sam's dyed hair, he looks so fucking sexy and like bare Slytherin. Oh. <laughs> and. Oh my days. <laughs> and so. I, he was like fucking me as Draco and it was oh god it was so good and then the tables turn and I don't know when or how this happened but then he started calling me Harry Potter so it was this like crazy motherfucking gender bending scenario of Draco Malfoy fucking me as Harry Potter and it, oh my god this is like my teenage <laughs> fantasy of like all the fan fiction I read about Harry being <laughs> fucked by Draco in one fuck moment and just me being like what the fuck is going it was just so crazy <laughs> like this is this is what's beautiful about role play it doesn't have to stay in the realms of like you are a man i am a woman you are this age i am that age it could be fucking anything as we know it could be anything from sex education when they're role playing aliens like why not fucking throw an aliens there you know yeah exactly and it's just it's, oh i love a bit of role play oh god it's just been so good and we role play like throughout the day as well not even just like during sex it's just all the all the fucking time is just oh, so i love good. that it's so good so yeah we've been just playing around with that and also like a little bit of swapping the the domination roles as well which has been really fun so me becoming like more dominant Ooh. Uh, i mean not loads because we naturally fall into him being more dominant and me being more submissive but like yeah, that's been yeah, really yeah. fun to play with nice and it's it's those bed days where I can uh, where he's I mean again sitting and watching TV and he's just like right we're gonna get one of your sex toys I'm gonna put a remote control sex toy in you and you're just gonna have to sit there watching the film and I'm like what excuse me say that again that's good oh god it's just so good you know what it's really weird hearing you talking about this because I'm like sure i've been doing a role play recently like what am i doing and i've just so been sitting here realizing that i've just been having loads of fucking sex dreams oh yeah but sex dreams can be and really good they're so good maybe that's why i like don't need the dick in real life because it's i've just been getting it in my in my dreams are you having like the um the what's it called not lucrative what they called ludicrous no oh um lucid dreams lucid where you, where you dreams. can choose what happens yes yes potentially oh. i think i've been having more and more lucid type dreams but i kind of like not completely but like i do slightly like know what i'm doing yes. in in the dream and it feels like very very real like you just go i had a like a i had a, a bisexual moment in my dream the other night and For it was like Lord. it was so so hot amazing i was just like making out with this girl that i met in line for some focaccia bread (laughs) that's so so like it could happen that's so good oh there's no dream aspect it's just pure real she was very hot oh fuck yeah Yeah. i I was like love shit love lucid sex dreams they kind of only happen when you've had like a very deep sleep and you sleep you oversleep and then you're kind of drifting in and out of sleep just before you wake up but fuck i love a lucid sex dream they're really hard to describe it's it's not like you are controlling it you're kind of like guiding and hoping it's going to go that way and it kind of does go that way but it's still in that weird dream space where still like weird shit happens yeah exactly yes Actually, this is a random thing that's been happening. Mm-hmm. I've accidentally started sexting with like a friend, like someone that I friend zoned. Uh, well, I mean, and then, but yeah, he's been sending me dick pics, and I, I was like, oh my god, I didn't know you were packing that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have friend zoned if you if I knew if you were packing I that. No. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> oh, that's that's terrible. But true. Um, true. I mean, maybe (laughs) just true. But true. But it it maybe yeah maybe um it's worth exploring (laughs) I guess right or do you think you wouldn't go further Yeah, I I don't know. Like we were kind of like maybe we should do this before I leave. I don't know. He's in Florida right now though, so he's not back yet. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Shit. Got to make that decision. I don't know. I know, because it's also like, well, obviously I'm not going to see him for like a long time. If... Mm. 
I love this. The beginning of the podcast, you're like, nah, I'm not having sex at the moment. I bet by the next episode, you're like, well, I've had sex with like a few people since before leaving. Well, you know what? The whole alone thing isn't about not having sex. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's about not having romantic connections. Yeah. So if it's Mm -hmm. purely just physical sex, Mm -hmm. I was talking to my therapist about this Mm -hmm. and I was like, therapist, like, I think, like, I think my heart is closed. I think I just need to be alone. And he was like, great. And I was like, but I'm really scared because obviously I have a really high libido and what what am I going to do about my sex? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, why can't you have sex? And I was like, well, because I want to be alone. And he was like, but can't you have sexual interactions without like being with people? And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> kind of can. And I and then I sort of recounted, um, I've had like one fuck buddy here where I literally just go like drive to his, we fuck, we have a takeaway, watch a movie, fuck again, and then I leave. And like, <laughs> so that perfect. was perfect. That's so perfect. It's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, fuck. But the, okay, we must disclaimer this. To find a perfect scenario like that, you have to sift through and wade through a lot of shit. It's hard yeah. work to have that yeah. perfect relationship. And also, I don't know if I would be going back there if his dick didn't fit so great. Yeah. And not in, like, a bad way. It just wasn't the right one for you. Yeah. Well, he, you know, we get on really well. Mm-hmm. Sex is pleasurable. Mm-hmm. And it's just very, like, very casual. Mm. God, I love the cash. The the bit that gets confusing for me is when I start fancying them. Yeah, especially when you don't want to. And that's so frustrating because you're just like, no, yeah. please, I just, just want to be free. I don't want feelings involved. Yeah. Which is why... I'm hesitant about the friend hookup mm-hmm. because once you're friends with someone, like friends and sex, oh, that's yeah. a relationship. That can, well, not always, but yeah, I think that it, that can be a recipe for catching feelings, especially if the sex is really good. Exactly. But it doesn't have to be. You know, we don't know. You can't imagine and you can't like predict the future because it might just be perfect. It might be like, okay, friends True. that we fuck and that's it. And I think I have a lot of PTSD, like, fear Mm -hmm. around that scenario as well. Because I'm like, I can't, you know, I don't want to be really, really good friends with someone and have really good sex. Because that's basically what me and my ex were. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, your body's preparing you for a whole world of pain, which might never happen. You just don't know. Yeah. And it's not, it's not... It's not fair to your body and to your life experience to prevent that. Yeah. When I do have dick lined up for London. Oh, do you? Can you tell us more yeah. about this dick lined up? Um, it's actually weirdly someone that I was messaging from field mm-hmm. before I even left London. Oh, and right. we were supposed Oh my god, you know like ages ago, I think I, t- I spoke about this on the podcast mm-hmm. when we went to the I Play Safe event and we all got like really drunk and I told you that I was texting with this guy and like he was maybe going to come over. Oh yeah. When I got yeah, back yeah, yeah. and then I had to walk all the way up the stairs cuz my lift was broken and like oh. basically was going to pass out and yeah, luckily he didn't he didn't come. I, I don't know if I did talk about it in the podcast actually because that's not a very interesting story. No, I, th- but I, I definitely I remember, told you. Rita. Yeah, you definitely told me because it's a joke story of you being like, "Yeah, we're gonna fuck," and then by the time yeah. you got upstairs to your, you were just like dead out cold. Oh yeah, asleep. and I made a burger in oh. a pit in a pit of bread, and you were like, you thought that was really funny. Oh, in a bit of bread as well. It's like such drunk food where you just like, yeah, I don't have brain greens, pizza bread, burger, loads of ketchup. <laughs> So it was actually really tasty. Yeah, that really it, it does look pretty good. So good. I mean, it does sound pretty good. So anyway, good. we kind of like, you know those sort of things where you kind of keep in contact via Instagram stories? Yes. Where you're like, react, yes. say something like... <laughs> Just keeping keeping the motion going. Um, and then like maybe a month ago, I reached out and was like, hey, would you actually want to meet up when, when I get back? And he was like, he was like, oh my God, yeah. Oh, nice. I love, I love this honesty. I don't think people do it enough. I think they they try so hard to play the game. And instead of just, oh, just being like, that. right. I know we're so over that, but still, I think a lot of people play yeah. the accidental game because they think that's what they need to do to act cool. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like that. It should literally be like, hey, I think you're fit. Like, do you want to go out for a drink rather than this like wishy-washy, won't yeah. they, will they game? It's long. We've so it's just it was such a waste of time and energy, not knowing. Yeah, this this 
this guy has a lot of potential, nice. you know? So let's hope he lives up to it. He goes to sex parties. Nice. Check. He is into a lot of the same fetish things, including my lactation thing. Oh my God, yes, he was so When I mentioned that, he was like, oh my God, I've been wanting to experiment with that for ages, but I've not found anyone that's into it. So I was like, yay, finally. And he's like really dominant and like into, I don't know, into loads of really cool stuff. And he sent me some nudes and damn. (laughs) And damn, damn. Well, I'm excited for you. Um, going, leading for those English boys. I know that <laughs> that British cock. London, London boys, give them to me. Uh, and actually, you know what? After the whole time where I've been so into Americans and their accents, I'm sick of you. You're done. <laughs> you're done with it. I've had enough. Like, your accent sounds normal to me now, so it's not that exciting. That's hot. <laughs> You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Fucking a new person, what kind of tips would you have if you were struggling to come? With a new person? Mm -hmm. I guess like... The, the, I mean, the main thing is, is not to put the goal on orgasm. Yeah. And just to, li- like, really just relax into it and then just enjoy the experience as a whole. Mm-hmm. And maybe also talk to them about the fact that you might not orgasm yeah. and that's okay. I was going to say, like, so that- putting the not putting the goal on orgasm, like, you have to not just think that mentally, but actually have a conversation about it and be like, hey, so yeah. I really struggle to come. Like, I, can we just maybe not? focus on making me come and then because the pressure when they want to make you come so bad that's really nice yes but then you get the pressure, it's a lot of pressure block in your head and you're like oh my god if i don't come they're gonna think they're shit in bed or exactly like they're gonna be doing and it for hours and i'm uncomfortable or something like that that's really really like not what you need mm-hmm. when you can't when you when you find it difficult to come yeah actually one of my main tips for um getting like more relaxed and like really feeding into the orgasm i was doing this when i was masturbating the other day and i was like damn this is actually really good like (laughs) when you when you get really into the breathing yeah like if you're because sometimes you struggle to come when you're masturbating and i was having one of those days yeah and i was like okay how do i get into this so i started like doing that really like deep I was like okay imagining that I was like bringing the pleasure like up my body so like a big like and like like that and then suddenly I was like suddenly I was coming I was like oh great (laughs) whoa oh shit I'm coming (laughs) because breathing is is such a great technique that I've heard works for so many people I don't think it works for me but I know that visualizing Mm. and focusing on my clitoris really works so if I'm not focusing maybe not maybe if breathing doesn't work for you um then yeah just focus on the bits that you feel pleasure on so imagine that you feel pleasure on your clit like that that's the way that I normally get over the edge if I'm really concentrating I'm I can see my clit it's almost like I can see it in my mind's eye I can I can imagine what the pleasure feels like in my clit and then yeah then the, then the pleasure generally starts to grow but not always but what what you're saying with the visualization I've definitely done before as well mm-hmm. like being like oh this ple- like where am I feeling the pleasure like oh the ple- like just like getting into the pleasure zone the pleasure like, zone. like really and then just be like oh the pleasure's there but there 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 you know yeah I, I think yeah like visualizing and breathing is just a good way to focus anyway regardless of what you're yeah. doing but especially when it comes to sex um and if you can't focus on your breathing try and match your partner's breathing i find that really helpful mm. i do that a lot if i can't sleep then if my partner's asleep next to me then i'll be like match their Aww. breathing um that's so cute it's fucking hard though you're just like oh, just breathe normally <laughs> <You're> like, <gasps> 
<laughs> I think the main the main thing with orgasming though is to really take away the goal mm-hmm. because if you're not expecting to orgasm, if you're if you have any kind of little thought in your head about I want to orgasm, yeah, that you're not going to. Yeah, that it can really throw yourself off, and that's the, you're sitting there going like, please, I want to orgasm like this. Yeah, you might even think that the sex isn't worth it if you don't orgasm. I definitely have that feeling where it's like, what's the point yeah. of masturbating if I don't come? And it's like, well, there is still a point. You're still experiencing yeah. pleasure and you're still enjoying the sensations. Um, yeah, we started doing this thing, um, and it, I think it. it t- I'm really surprised that Sam has the patience to do it because, again, even when I know what I'm doing, even though I'm comfortable, it still takes me 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to be able to clitorally orgasm with my wand. You know, like, that. it still takes a fucking long time. And I'm so impressed that he's just not gone, nah, fuck this, this is too long. Like, I just want to get my own pleasure and, like, leave you. So we we now sort of have this... Oh, no, of course he wouldn't do that. There's a lot of dudes that do do that. You know, they don't, they're not invested in your pleasure. And so I am. Well, they suck. (laughs) They do suck. Uh, Or they're just, you know, they're just a bit like not bothered. And they're just like, oh God, you take forever. Like when I could just bust in like no time. I feel like it's interesting. I feel like I've come across a lot of people, a lot of people that are more into this space Mm -hmm. and like more open to having these conversations are more turned on by giving their partner pleasure than the pleasure that they they receive themselves. It's the educated person, right? It's about about giving the pleasure and like learning what turns your partner and what gets them off. That's the exciting thing. That is so fun. I love it when there's like a really collaborative sex session. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and oh, that's what I had with that uh, jelly butt guy. Oh my god, I love the jelly butt guy. He's so jokes. He might come on the podcast. Please, still might. Please, I'm so. I'd be so down. I need to grill him about yeah. the jelly butt, man. We need to talk to him about the jelly yeah. butt. Yeah, um, <laughs> but where where this takes so long? So with with like the wand, um, Sam's done mm. this really amazing thing recently where he'll just be like he'll just like put the wand on me and I'm like oh I'm not gonna come it's not gonna happen and I give up so soon because I'm like I'm bored it feels uncomfortable I don't want to do this anymore I just want to have sex or whatever um yeah and he's he's just like no 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 just 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 relax just calm down just relax just like take it and I'm like okay (laughs) and then okay daddy (laughs) yeah it's it's almost a daddy moment (laughs) we are borderline it's very uh, DDLG, that's for sure. I just have it. Oh, oh my God, still can't get the around the daddy in, thing. The guy in London's into that as well. Oh which, God, which I can't. Hearts. I can't wait. It turns me on to hear about it because I know how good it is, but I just, I still can't say the daddy yeah. part. I, I saw some um, shorts on Venice beach that said daddy's dinner on the back and i took a picture oh my god they were on my stories and he messaged me saying get them (laughs) (laughs) that's the kind of commitment you need that's so fucking good oh Oh, god daddy's dinner jesus i've just come off my period as well so i'm like maximum oh you are the hornball i'm so horny Was there anything about what Sam was doing that was that like another thing that's happened that's really helped you? Definitely like the lack of pressure, I think is really important. When we were first going out, we had that conversation of like, I find it really hard to come. Um, Mm. And a couple of times he, I don't want to say slipped up because it's sexy when people say like, oh, like, you know, you're gonna come tonight. Like that's hot, that's hot to hear. But then that also puts the pressure on things of like, oh my God, but if I don't, then I'm gonna ruin the whole night. And of course that's not how you actually feel, but then that's the seed that's implanted in your brain and that can just stop you from coming anyway. So I had that conversation with him quite early on being like, hey, do you mind maybe not saying anything about orgasms or coming or anything if it happens it happens um and he did take that on board for sure uh which was really helpful again no pressure and it's the same with this whole really being okay with sex toys was a huge i can't i can't come on my own anyway i've never really been able to come through oral i can't do a manual wank with my hand it's just not doable sex toys is the only way manual wank 
No, I've tried. I've tried when, when I, you know, when you go through the stage of like, am I using my wand too much? Am I desensitizing myself? Okay, let's go back to the hand. And halfway through, you're like, this is fucking shit. Whoever does this, why? What's the point? Oh my god, I've lived for three months without my wand. Oh, I'm so excited to be with them again. <laughs> them. You will be re- reunited with your wands. I'm very excited for you. That's that's oh. exciting. They're, they're like they're they're just the best piece of equipment that you need in the bedroom. So when you find it hard to come, get yourself a oh. wand, practice with it by yourself, and then introduce it with another I'm person. I'm gonna be wanking all day, every day, <laughs> all day, yeah, every day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh god oh, and different man. ones do different things as well i've noticed you know as yeah you gotta try you gotta figure out which one is for you that's actually like a good point though with um what you were saying about toys mm-hmm. is that if you don't if you do find it really hard to come then incorporating toys can be like the game changer yeah and asking questions not just being like Let's get the toy and use it on you like this because that's how I imagine you. You're like, tell me the way that you like it. Show me what you like. What makes you come? What, like, you know, grill them. Not well, maybe grilling them sounds a bit tough, but <laughs> just learning more. And if they say, I don't know, then give them time and patience because it's it's daunting for somebody to go, okay, what makes you come? Like, let me help you. It's embarrassing. Mm. You feel shame. You, you, you know, you don't want to sit there going like, right, well... To make myself come, I have to have a t-shirt, I have to play with my nipples, I have to put the wand in a particular position and it has to be on a certain setting with an insertable toy inside me doing this certain thing, you know, like, and I have to sit there and concentrate, you know, like that's hard to explain to somebody. It, it feels so vulnerable telling somebody exactly how you masturbate when nobody else is supposed to know. So that can take a long time to build up the courage to actually talk about once you do though oh my god like the pleasure gates open if if i'm yeah. more vocal about it if you know if he's down there doing something internally i'm like oh actually would you mind swapping places and if you play with my nipples then i can get the wand out yes. and then yeah. i'm all like this isn't working can i get a different toy you know it, yeah um or again oh this isn't working i'm going to give up Oh no, I'm not allowed to give up. Okay, I'll keep I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying for you, I promise. Oh, I'm coming. Okay. <laughs> so good. I always have the thing where, well, not always, but like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in a sex situation and the guy does come first and you're like, "Well, I need, you know, be great to orgasm yeah. afterwards." And you kind of need them sometimes to put in the extra effort. And I've quite absolutely. often been like, can you put your fingers inside me? Yeah. And like, they're there half asleep, use... like... Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> half asleep with their fingers, like... And I'm like, yes, your fingers, my wand. Then it happens. Yeah. Then I have my orgasm. That's what you need. What? It's so much better if, again, talking about heterosexual relationships here, if the female comes first, then the man. And that should mm. be... It, it makes more sense, like, not just... It, it, chemically it makes sense um yeah, you know if the woman org- women orgasms and then like they're open more they're more susceptible to more pleasure their you know their bits inside are all swollen and therefore the g-spot is easier to rub against and cause pleasure and the g-spot really is only the back of your clitoris it's the back of the nerve endings of your clitoris and they're in a different place for different people and then with men once they ejaculate and as we've learned that there are chemicals released in men that make them actually physically tired you know sleepy so it makes sense to just have the woman come first and then the guy it it would make so much sense. But it's so hard to do that. And a lot of people don't want to put the time and effort in because they're like, especially because I go through the mental process of like, okay, I'm bored of foreplay. I just want to fuck. And that's when I do myself yes. over because it's so much harder yeah. to come that way. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you need to properly warm yourself up first. Yeah. Have you ever done the thing where you're foreplaying for ages but you and you like... Uh, on the verge of coming from foreplay and then you're like I don't want to come from foreplay I want to come from penetration Mm -hmm. so then you like stop the foreplay go into penetration and then you can't come that is the most frustrating thing it's so frustrating you're like but the orgasm would have been so much bigger and better and it's like no you just fucking did yourself over you really did you should have just 
just come, bitch. <laughs> Should have just fucking come. And I honestly feel like if you allow yourself to come sooner, then you're more likely to have multiple orgasms afterwards. That's the thing. That is the thing. And I think quite often, like once you have come, maybe you're not feeling like carrying on that much mm-hmm. afterwards. But if you do power through that yeah. little moment of like not really feeling that much pleasure, not like really being in it, if you just like get back into the mindset, then you will just be real, like rebuilding more orgasms after that. Yeah, I mean, that's the only way, it. the only way I can have G-spot orgasms is when mm. I've had a lot of pleasure. Uh, we're talking yes. like hours of playing and touching and, you know, play fighting, tickling for me, um, uh, role playing, even before we've even touched the genitals. Mm. And then all of my fucking vagina and insides swell up. I can feel it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm wet, I'm swollen. I can feel my G-spot. It's like so ready to, to go. And then, yeah, the more pleasure I have, the more it's like, it's just like a tap. Once it starts, the G-spot yeah. orgasms. And I I feel so grateful and privileged that I have that ability to be able to yeah. just, like the, the clitoral can be so hard, but once like I'm in that headspace, once my body's in that place of being able to G-spot orgasm, I'm not joking, I can G-spot orgasm maybe like eight times in during a fuck. Wow. It will just keep coming. And that's mad. I keep coming. I've never had that. Uh, it's only yes. again, only only with Sam really that this has happened, where it's just like over and over and over again. I'm just this like, is Fuck. this is the thing I was just about to say. This is when it's not that size matters, but the fit matters. The like fit. I have like to be able to orgasm super super quickly. There are just some things that fit way better than other things yeah. and that could be a toy you know or it could like a strap on or whatever and it or it could be like just the perfect dick yeah and yeah because with this with the guy that i just go over to fuck my like well the actual like fuck buddy that i have here like his like when his penis went in me i was just like it was immediately <laughs> like oh it was <laughs> Oh, it was immediately t- like rubbing on the G spot, mm. and then I like I had a G spot orgasm within like maybe two minutes of fucking, and that's yeah. like unfucking heard of for me. Yeah, and like sometimes I just never even have G spot orgasms like with sex, and then I think I even had another one. Yeah, like and Fuck. this is some- that's something I'm not really used to because I've always found G spot orgasms very very hard it is Um, yeah it is about the fit even with my ex i didn't have that many g-spot orgasms it wasn't that easy and i thought that was the perfect fit so it's just like it's crazy maybe yeah because i think with the person that you're with you always think it's going to be the perfect fit but then yeah i I definitely knew the first time i fucked sam i was like holy shit your dick is great like what the fuck i was shocked um if not a little just a little bit too big my poor sore pussy just cannot handle i swear to god I'm like, please. I'm just like, can you shave off okay. a few centimeters, please? <laughs> and you I'll be on one of those donut rings. I am, I am on it. I am on with those because obviously I was yeah. going through like the the potential endometriosis, which is still yes. on hold, still on hold. I'm, yeah, um, I've got tests coming, um, mm. but that seems to be doing okay. But I'm still experiencing a lot of pain during sex. So yeah, I want to try the donuts out, which is basically I like a, a, good idea. a rubber ring, so that. Again, it's like the a bumper for a dick. Yeah, so like when you are getting pounded, it's not penetrating, yeah, and not like fucking internally hemorrhaging the back of your vagina. Yeah, oh, so yeah, because sometimes, like I've definitely slept with people where their penis was too, like if they went in properly deep, oh, it was too big. Yeah, too big like, for sure. And they had to like, and I'd be like, they were like, oh, was that too deep? And I was like, yeah, like they had to change up the way that they were fucking mm. you couldn't go like really like hard and rough and like what i really like because their dick was too big yeah and then it's also complicated because pain is also slightly pleasure as well and you like i mean i get off on the idea of pain but even though i'm like fuck i'm yeah. gonna regret this later but i'm just like yeah deeper <laughs> hurt me more which is just <laughs> so far you know Weirdly, I like outer pain. I don't like vaginal pain. Internal so if someone pain. is too deep and like thumping the backside of me, that suddenly 
removes me from feeling the pleasure that I should be feeling as well as yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that makes sense. For me, it's like the whole consensual, non-consensual play thing that happens in my brain. Yes. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want this, but I want this, but I don't yeah, want that's, this. It's like the anal sex for me. <laughs> yeah. God, we're so fucked, man. Our fucking convoluted brains <laughs> trying to do us over. I'm so horny. <laughs> I did want to explain, um, because mm. we do talk about G-spot orgasms and clitoral orgasms, and um, it's, it may, again, we make it sound like it's easy. It's not easy, but also it took, I think, both of us a long time to realise what a G-spot orgasm felt like, because it was so different to what a clitoral orgasm felt like. And I'm yeah. fairly certain that I was having G-spot orgasms for a long time before I really went, oh, that might be one. Um, let me focus in on that pleasure more because it it doesn't feel like with clitoral it's just a sudden like oh my god and you're coming holy fucking shit and like that's it and it's really intense and then you kind of come back down but with g-spot it's kind of like pleasure 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 oh and just really fucking intense pleasure for a long time you don't really know where it starts and where it ends and there's kind of no real uprising or downfall it's just kind of like there I don't know, it's slightly different for me, Mm. I think, because I had weirdly like one of my first ever sexual relationships when I was 18. Um, I was with a guy that we fucked a lot. Every Mm -hmm. single time we fucked, we didn't ever do any clitoral play because we were young, we didn't really know what we were doing. Mm -hmm. But like, he had a perfect fit dick and (laughs) we, I came G-spot every single time and it was... It was a kind of like, it was a build, but it was like this deep build. Yeah. Like, whereas like, I feel like if you were going to talk about orgasms as if they were sounds, mm. like an, a G spot would be like a really deep kind of like rumbling, growing, like kind of like loud, like rumbling drum, yeah. like orchestra. And then the, and like the crescendo would be like a mixture of like all the different kind of like bassy noises and like a little bit of like violins like going up you know and then like (laughs) but the clitoral orgasms like orgasms kind of like like the high pitched kind of like and then like really like you know feel like i don't know why that explains it quite well for me yeah because it like because sound is vibration Mm -hmm. and you can kind of think about orgasm in terms of vibration, I think. Yeah, that's a nice way to explain it. It's, I mean, it's orgasms are so different for different people. Um, yeah, I think we all experience them completely different, mm-hmm. which is why, like, we have a video on YouTube which is like, what does an orgasm feel like? Yeah. That's because so many people fucking Google that. It's got loads of views. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it is mad. And... I, I just, I remember realizing that maybe if I was having a G-spot orgasm and I started focusing in on that pleasure that maybe I could like hone it and recognize it as an orgasm itself. And I did. I can't remember where I learned that. Um, uh. But it was just a, it was just a point of like l- really listening to your body and really recognizing the difference in between like pleasure and like an orgasmic pleasure. Um, yeah. And I think I only managed that because recognizing like footgasms or ticklegasms, mm. like, or, you know, orgasms that are completely nowhere near your genitals, nipple orgasms even, and how that yeah. feels so different. Um, but really, really listening to your body. Because again, many people out there could be having these G sport orgasms and just not thinking, not really yeah, not realizing and just thinking, well, it doesn't feel like a clitoral orgasm, so it's not an orgasm. It's just yeah. just and intense I, pleasure, it's, right? It's just supposed to be fucking intense pleasure. Intense pr- intense pleasure. And I think, like, after... You can kind of tell when you're orgasming by how you feel afterwards as well. Yeah. Like, there will be a little bit of, like, a drop mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And you kind of could be done, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, done now. Yeah. yeah. Depends on where you are. And cycle, like, menstrual cycles have a mass, play a massive part. Um, where your head's at what stress is going on yeah sometimes it's just like okay i just want to bust a nut and get the fuck out of there and other times it's like fuck me all day i think also uh, in terms of recognizing it quite often when you're orgasming your muscles are like clenching yeah so once you get to the clenching moment that's i mean that is the orgasm your muscles 
contracting spasming is, mm. that's the orgasm yeah that's what it is physically physically and that's I don't why know, it's but feeling good trying to trying to think i don't think mine does that the same when i have an, a, a g-sport orgasm it definitely does when i have a clitoral you know it spasms out but when i'm having yeah. a g-sport orgasm i clench but it's not like a orgasmic clench maybe it is mm. oh fuck i don't know man i don't know i feel like maybe when it's a g-spot you like clench in mm. and then suddenly you open up mm. and like the energy is released yeah maybe yeah because that I, I i could definitely recognize that when i'm yeah coming anyway oh, fuck this has been an interesting conversation yeah i am so fucking horny jesus christ I'm not, and I feel quite good about not being horny. Although, I, th- nice. after this conversation, I feel like a little bit more horny, but I'm just going <laughs> to breathe through it. Okay. Well, this has been a great unplanned episode. I feel yeah. feel like it's been good. It's nice to come back as well. And obviously talk about cum. It's like the best thing ever. Coming into the new year. Well, I hope, yeah, I hope the the advice and tips is useful for some people, and yeah, let us let us know. Um, obviously, remember to rate and review the podcast. The reviews mean so much to us, so if you do have time to do that, it would honestly just melt our little hearts. It will. It also means if you rate our podcast, especially on Apple Podcasts, then we could get to the front of the line, you know, and could get to like featured. Mm. So please do that for us. Same with Spotify as well. If you can rate, save, download, share. Sharing is probably the best thing. Sharing is caring. If you know somebody that would find this episode useful or any of the other episodes, then please pass them along because it means so much to us. You know what? Word of mouth is the greatest tool in terms of marketing. It really fucking is. So if you really love this podcast, tell your mates about it. Yeah, please best advertising and of course if you want to keep up to date with all the shenanigans we've been going on please follow our instagram which is at come curious we also have our personal accounts as well which is read amber x and florence bark yeah and catch us on youtube as well we've been doing a lot more like vloggy content on there so you can get a little bit more of an insight into our lives on our youtube channel at the moment which is also at come curious if you have like a story or anything that you want to share on the podcast email it in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk yeah nice and that is it see you next thursday curious fuckers love you all Bye. bye Crowd Network, a place where you belong.